Good evening, everyone. Here is Geraldo Lemos Neto from Portal Saber Espiritismo in Belo Horizonte, Brazil. We are here with Marco Gandra and Silvana Saldanha to have the program to know Spiritism. We are transmitting live from Belo Horizonte. Uh, this is the program number 31. And we are going to start a new series today. The series has as subject this life in the spiritual realm according to Spiritism. We are part of DSN, Discover Spiritism Network, Spiritism Dissemination, and, uh, and also we are part of Kardec Radio. You guys are all very welcome. As I told you, we, we are going to speak about the life in the spiritual realm, according to Spiritism. We are going to see some uh, sayings by the Gospel, also some books before Spiritism, and after that, books of Allan Kardec and Chico Xavier's works. From the book of Genesis of Moses, the, the Old Testament, chapter 1, versicle 2, we read, The earth, however, was without form and empty. There was darkness on the face of the abyss. What can we think of that? Of course, the planet Earth at that time was being formated. So we can say that Earth at that time was a primitive world with three spheres. The crust information there were no life at all at the crust, but we can imagine that there was darkness and there was the abyss, as Moses states in this uh, versicle, versicle 2. There was darkness on the face of abyss, and this uh, really uh, comes to our meditation about this. Now we can see in the Gospel of John, chapter 14, verses 1 to 3, a saying by Jesus Christ. He said, My Father's house has many dwellings. It, if that were not so, would I have told you that I am going there to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to, the, to be with me, that you also may be where I am. So, uh, Jesus states clearly that there are many dwellings in God's home, in God's house, and of course we can understand 
that life in the crust of Earth is just one dwelling, and there are multiples dwellings. And Jesus also said that he was going to these other dwellings to prepare a place for us. And this is very interesting. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me so that you also may be where I am. Of course, he is speaking about the evolution, the evolution of the spirit. He was talking to primitive human beings because at, at his time, 21st, 21 centuries ago, uh, the life on the crust of Earth were a very primitive life. Although we had some advancements like the Roman Empire and so on, uh, we, they, uh, Jesus faced a very uh, rough uh, humanity. Uh, he faced violence by the state. He faced wars, persecution. And at that time, uh, people were very abrupt, very rough. And he's, he's stating that he would prepare a place for all of us, although at that time, we, we were all a very rough, uh, very, very primitive society. And he is predicting that although at that time uh, he was facing a primitive society, this society with all human beings on it would evolve and would evolve to acquire the sense, the moral and the moral sense and ethic sense that would, of course, develop its own society. And because of that, he is predicting a future where his gospel, his words, would be inside every human being. And at that time in the future, because we are not yet there yet this time in the future uh, all of us would be with him in some dwellings in some uh, sphere of our father's house and also in John the gospel of John chapter 12 Versicle 32, we can read, And I, when I am lifted up from the earth, I will draw all people to myself. Jesus himself stating that after he was up in the heavens, he would uh, embrace all of us, would draw all of us to himself. So, we can understand with these three different uh, versicles from the Old and the New Testament that Jesus will 
prepare a place for us in the spiritual realm. And this may also mean that he would construct the spiritual realm above, above the earth crust. And I'm meditating about this because at that time human society was very primitive and because of that we can conclude also that the spiritual realm at that time or before Jesus were also very primitive so that uh, the works of Jesus and his ministers his disciples and apostles and all the, the ones that would follow him from that time on uh, they would have a, a very important role in constructing a spiritual realm dignified by his works and his teachings by his gospel and a new society would become to be real and would become to exist in the spiritual realm around the crest of earth. Now we are jumping like 17 centuries and we can see the works of a Swedish medium called Emanuel Swedenborg and his book is the true Christian religion. Some of us uh, or, or some of you don't know who Emanuel Swedenborg was and he was a Swedish medium, very important because he had the mediumship to go out from his body consciousness and uh, tr to travel to the spiritual world and he would uh, annotate, he would see, he would uh, see all kinds of plans, all kinds of spiritual life around earth and after that he would come back to his body remembering everything he saw and wrote about what he saw. One of his most important book is The True Christian Religion and in this book we can uh, reach to, uh, to some uh, text about the spiritual world around us and he states, for, for example, the universe is composed by different spheres in various degrees of luminosity and happiness. These spheres will serve as home in the afterlife on earth, according to the spiritual conditions that we have acquired. Let us hear him, because this is very important almost he is predicting what one century later the works of Allan Kardec codifying the Spiritist doctrine would embrace. What he is telling us is exactly what Allan Kardec, what the higher spirits told Allan Kardec in 19th century. 
and all the fundamentals of the Spiritist doctrine are based, of course, in this reality. And here he is stating that the life after death and the life in the whole universe is composed by different spheres in, in various and different degrees of luminosity and happiness. And what would uh, be a, 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 a most important differentiation of those spheres is the spiritual conditions of its inhabitants. If those in inhabitants have acquired illumination, has, have acquired luminosity in their, themselves, so that we would have a sphere of luminosity and happiness. Otherwise, if the inhabitants are in the darker side of human life, like violence, like crimes, like vicious uh, habits and wars and so on, of course we would see a very dark spiritual realm, a very dark place. So it is various, there are various spiritual realms, various spheres of life, various plans of life, and it depends on the spiritual conditions that its inhabitants have acquired. And also in this book, this is very impressive because this text almost anticipates for us the works of Andrea Luiz's spirit by Chico Xavier's mediumship in the 20th century. And he was wrote, writing this, he wrote this in the 18th century. So two centuries before Andrea Luis, before Chico Xavier. And he states, listen to that. He states, the things I have seen for so many years, I can make the following statements. In the spiritual world, there are lands as in our natural world. There are plains and valleys, mountains and hills, as well as springs and rivers. There are cities, and in those cities there are palaces and houses. There are writings and books. There are functions and trade. There is gold silver and precious metals, precious stones, in a word, both in general and, and in particular, there are all the things in the natural world, but these things are immensely more perfect in heaven. He is describing life as it is in the spiritual realm that he saw, and as a matter of fact, it's the, the ones that are very uh, in approximation with the Earth's crust are very much alike our life here 
in the Earth's crust. And of course, the works of Andrea Luiz through Chico Xavier would, after two centuries from that statement, explain a little more, more profoundly the differences on the spiritual realm that surrounds us. But it's, it's very important to show this text because Emanuel Swedenborg, after his death in Sweden, he lived in Sweden and in London, and after he, his death, he was the one, the one spirit that was with Allan Kardec in France, and he signed uh, as one of the spirits of uh, the prolegomenos, the, 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 preface, the preface of the spirit's book. And now we see Alain Kardec himself, the codifier of the spiritist doctrine. At the spirit's book, we see his statement, this work, the spirit's book, is not a personal doctrine. It is the result of the direct teachings of the spirits themselves regarding the mysteries of the world where we will one day be, as well as the issues that interest humankind. So, uh, in the preface also he states that the revelations of the higher spirits about the spiritual realm is very important to all humankind because in, it interests humankind because one day all of us will be there one way or another. And also uh, Alan Kardec in the Spirit's book write, wrote, experience tells, tells us that the spirits of the same category, of the same character, and animated by the same sentiments, gather together in groups and families. So, why this is so much important to all of us, to our comprehension of the spiritual realm, because it's a law of affinity, of synteny. We, as a spirits, discarnated spirits, will only be with the ones that feel, that think, as we ourselves think and feel. Uh, the, the spirits in the spiritual world gather together if they have the same sentiments as groups and families if they have the same characters, the same category. Uh, so this is a, a, one big difference from the earth crust, because here we are all mixed up together, and there we are separated by affinity. And because of that, we also understand that that must be Lots, lots of plans of life, different plans of life, because we are very different from one another. And uh, regarding the works of uh, 
Allan Kardec, The Review Spirit, The Spirit's Review, in August 1858, he was commenting about the revelations about the life in the planet Jupiter, and he wrote this sentence, for certain individuals convinced about the existence of the spirits, and here I do not talk about others, it must be astounding that we spirits have our homes and cities. They did not refrain from criticizing me. Uh, he was, of course, stating that even those who follows, he, who were following the new revelation, the Spiritist doctrine revelation, through the higher spirits that he, Alan Kardec, was comp compiling, that he was studying, classifying, and uh, transforming all those revelations into works of books, into texts and books, and uh, publishing them as books or as articles at the Re Spiritist Review. Uh, of course, even among the, those followers, most of them didn't believe that in the spiritual realm they would have homes and cities. And because of that, even Alan Kardec himself was very much criticized. And this shows that the truth about the spiritual realm was a truth that came in a very slow pace, century after century, until the 20th century with Chico Xavier's work, where uh, we could reach a vast number of information that makes so many sense to, to all of us and pacified our understanding about the spiritual realm. So this is our introduction of this new series that we are going to talk about from now on. And uh, as of course you may already know, we are talking about the spiritual realm, the life in the spiritual realm. And next week we are going to be back. Thank you so much and see you there.